and welcome back to Small Screen Stories. This is the show where I go over all the news in the world of entertainment and pop culture. It comes to you every Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday. I'm the editor of Small Screen. I'm Edward Lauder. And if you could follow us on social media, that'd be great. That's at Small Screen Co. And if you could also like and subscribe, that would also be wonderful as well. For all of you watching on YouTube, subscribe. Brilliant. And all of you watching on Facebook and Twitch, like and follow and share. And that would just be incredible. If you'd rather listen to this as a podcast, you can uh, wherever you get your podcasts. It's at Small Screen Stories and it comes out a bit after this. Uh, and let's just get straight into the news because there's a lot of stuff to go through because of these Tuesday episodes. There's a lot of stuff. So please excuse me for going over stuff quite quickly, but I just want to get through everything and make sure that you guys know everything that's going on in the world of entertainment, like movies, TV shows, mainly superhero stuff, but some other stuff as well. So let's get straight into it. Right, and I've just realized that I didn't actually start recording uh, my podcast, which is a, a good start. I'll start now. Right, so let's get into it. Small screen stories. Great. Michael B. Jordan is rumored to be returning for Black Panther 2. So this is actually like a... There, there are two things to talk about here. So there's the, the rumor that, that he's reportedly returning uh, as Killmonger in Black, in, in Black Panther 2. So that was the first, the first bit of news that was, was revealed. So I kind of want to go over all the stuff that happened as far as Black Panther's concerns, because there was a lot of stuff that was kind of revealed and uh, a lot of some pretty interesting stuff. So this first rumor actually came from Mikey Sun over at Geekosity, so big up to him. Uh, he said that the character would be coming back in Black Panther 2 and that he'd actually, um, it's rumored that he'll help, uh, he, he, he won't be the next Black Panther, but he actually will um, help to, uh, to train the next one who is reportedly going to be Shuri. So again, spoilers for all this stuff, I mean it's probably a bit too late now. But it seems as though Killmonger is going to come back in some form or another. Now, that's kind of weird because Killmonger, of course, died at the end of um, of the first Black Panther movie, which was, yes, very sad. But also kind of it, it was perfect for the film, but also wasn't great for the Marvel Cinematic Universe because Killmonger, Eric Killmonger, played by Michael B. Jordan, was the best villain as far as I'm concerned in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yes, I know many of you guys say Thanos would be, but I think Eric Killmonger was just a... He was a terrific villain. So there was that first bit of news that came from Geekosity. And then it was revealed that um, that Ryan Coogler is actually going to be making a Black Panther spin-off show. Uh, so he's actually signed a five-year television deal with Disney+. And that means that his company, which is called Proximity Media, will get to uh, write, will make Black Panther shows, so spin-off shows. So they'll be set in the Kingdom of Wakanda. And um, so this was revealed by Deadline. And then after this, uh, Popcorn Planet, actually, big up to Andy Signor over there, uh, said revealed that one of these shows will be a Killmonger series. So not only are we getting Killmonger returning in Black Panther 2, and actually Fandom Wire uh, also reported that uh, Black Panther... that. Um, Black Panther 2 will feature Killmonger and Shuri in some, um, and they'll be training uh, together. They're the ones that re revealed that. So, I mean, I've got to get these things straight because otherwise people get rather annoyed. But then Popcorn Planet then revealed that, um, that yeah, one of these shows is going to be a Killmonger series. So it's a lot of stuff, Black Panther-wise. So it's really exciting. Of course, Ryan Coogle at the moment is writing the script for Black Panther 2, but it looks like he's also working on an awful lot of other things in the background. So... This is exciting times to be uh, to be a, a fan of these of these Marvel shows and these this like Marvel stuff that's happening at the moment. There's a lot of stuff that's happening at the moment um, as far 
in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, so Marvel fans will be very, very happy. Uh, I know I am. Right, moving on. And uh, Deadpool 3 was reportedly going to be a road trip movie with Wolverine. So this was actually revealed by... Uh, by um, sorry Ryan Reynolds on Twitter, and people thought it was a joke. So um, I just want to get his tweet up for you guys. So here, where's the tweet? Um, yeah, I've got to go back into my articles here. So basically, the tweet he said, it's critical to have open, honest, and healthy discussions um, around mental health by retweeting um, Bell's Let's Talk, Bell Let's Talk, you can make a difference. In case that wasn't enough, before Disney bought Fox, Deadpool 3 was going to be a road trip, mo- road trip movie between Deadpool and Logan, Rashomon style, for real. Um, and then then he actually, like, when it was reported that, well, Screen Rant were the first people, I believe, to take this artic- to take this tweet and to make an article out of it, and they said they weren't sure if it's true. Uh, Ryan Reynolds then took the article and said, yes, this actually was true. It was going to be a road movie between Deadpool and Logan, and I am so, so upset that we're not going to see this. Basically, we're not going to see this, uh, because now Deadpool is now with Marvel, and I don't think they're going to be able to get a huge Ackman back. The fact that they were already talking uh, when the when Deadpool three was being made at Fox, they were already talking with Hugh Jackman to make this a reality, does lead me to think that maybe, maybe fingers crossed, we could get to see this in a future film, uh, or maybe like a, a cameo from from Hugh Jackman. What they're going to do with with Wolverine Logan is something that we're still. I mean, they're still trying to figure out. Uh, I'm pretty sure that they're they're probably going to recast it. But there is always, uh, with, especially with the multiverse at the moment, there's always a way to bring back Hugh Jackman in in, in the in the future. Uh, the problem may be that Hugh Jackman might just might not want to do it. But as I said before, each everyone has their price, and I'm pretty sure Marvel can offer Hugh Jackman enough money to come back and play Logan in a future movie. I would love to see that. I think a road movie between the two of them just makes complete sense. I don't know what they're doing. Uh, I have been asking around, but I don't know what the Molyneux sisters are currently uh, writing at the moment, whether that's going to be one of the ideas behind it. I don't know. I would really love it if it was, but we've just got to wait and see what happens. Right. Uh, let me know what you guys think about that in the comments below. Again, I know I know I'm going on doing this quite quickly, but uh, there's a lot of stuff to get through. Right, Marvel Ke- Marvel's Kevin Feige reportedly wants to keep Kristen Ritter as Jessica Jones in the MCU. So this actually comes again from Geekosity from Mikey Sutton over there, and this is quite fascinating because 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 uh, Kristen Ritter was brilliant as Jessica Jones, but we haven't actually heard much about her coming back to the MCU. We've heard that Charlie Cox is coming back and that John Bernthal's coming back as their respective uh, Marvel characters that they played in those Netflix series. But nothing as far as Kristen Ritter's concerned and nothing actually as far as Finn Jones and uh, Michael Coulter are concerned. But I really do think Kristen Ritter would be perfect as, as Jessica Jones in the MCU. She was perfect in those shows. She was really, really good. Um, I, I really think those shows are very well cast. I know there were issues with like between Marvel Television and Marvel Studios at the time. But now Marvel Studios just operates everything now. All the TV stuff is Marvel Studios. Um, so maybe they can find a way to make it work in the MCU. Let me know what you guys think about that in the comments below. Right, Patrick Stewart is reportedly in talks to play uh, Professor Xavier or Professor X in Doctor Strange 2. So this comes... <clears throat> This comes from, uh, I believe it is from Daniel Rickman. So this is something that's actually quite interesting because um, Charles, well, Charles, I call him Charles. Sir Patrick Stewart was actually talking about the possibility of returning to the Marvel Cinematic Universe universe before. And he actually revealed that he did actually have conversations with Kevin Feige about this. Um, He said... uh, 
So, I oh know this actually, we got this covered, sorry. Uh, so, yeah, apparently, according to them, their, their sources are saying that... Uh, that he has that he has already signed on that he is at least in talks but close to getting close to being signed so here's what patrick stewart said in a recent interview he said i met with kevin feige a couple of months ago and we had a long long conversation um there have been moves and suggestions which include charles xavier here's the problem if we had not made logan then yes i'll probably be ready to get into that wheelchair one more time and be charles xavier but logan changed all that so i think i did i did that i talked about that in a previous episode but this means that um that i mean as i said in the episode i believe everybody's got their price so if we got this covered uh, sources are correct and again because it's we got this covered maybe take it with a pinch of salt because they do say a lot of this stuff and you know they come out with a lot of these sorts of articles but they have been proven right in the past you know the disney investors day presentation actually proved that a lot of their scoops were correct um so uh, they probably offered him a lot of money. Again, it might be some sort of multiverse thing. Uh, it looks like everyone's coming back in, in Spider-Man 3, and I'll have more, more news on that in a minute. But I'd like to see him back. I know a lot of people would like to see him back as well. What what would you would you like to see him back as Charles Xavier? I think it'd be difficult to recast that role. I'm going to be honest. They have done it once before, but that was for a young Charles Xavier. So if they were to have, like, you know, more comic book accurate, kind of older Charles Xavier, then, well then he'd be perfect, really. Let me know what you think in the comments below. Right, Venom 2 is rumored to tease Tom Holland's Spider-Man. So this comes from Geekosity, and they're saying that the trailer will actually uh, reveal or have a little tease of Tom Holland's Spider-Man, which means he might be in the movie. That would be pretty cool, I think. Uh, it, it would make sense, as far as I'm concerned, to have Tom Holland in the film, because these, of course, are Sony Pictures films, and Sony would love to bring Spider-Man into these movies. Seeing him up against Tom Hardy as Venom would be really, really, I think, just really cool. And I know a lot of fans would love to see that as well. Let me know what you think about that in the comments below. So moving on and moving to Scarlet Witch. So Scarlet Witch and Spider-Man uh, might be teaming up in Spider-Man 3. And this then brings me on to my exclusive. That, that little bit of information came from Elizabeth Olsen in an interview she did with uh, Capital FM. Uh, here in the UK, well, well, not here anymore. I'm not in the UK anymore. But um, yeah, that 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 she, she revealed during that interview that it could happen, that that could happen. I want to get her exact quote before I continue. So she said, um, "I assume you might see Wanda in Spider-Man Three. That in brackets, that bit. If everyone's in it, um, if everyone's in it, but I haven't showed up for that party yet. So basically saying that she's, you know, she thinks she's going to be in it, but she's she's not sure." Elizabeth Olsen knows she's going to be in it because she's in it, basically. Uh, and uh, the basically, I was talking with uh, with people in the industry that I've uh, well that I've spoken to in the past about this sort of stuff. Um, one in particular that I know uh, has close ties with Marvel Studios said that Elizabeth uh, Elizabeth Olsen will shoot some scenes for Spider Man Three as Wanda Maximoff. Um, her scenes will have to do primarily with the multiverse, apparently. And she will interact with Tom Holland, Tom Holland Spidey in the movie. So they're direct quotes from the source. And this is exciting because for me, it makes so much more sense to have someone like Wanda in that movie. And also we know that Doctor Strange is going to be in the film as well. So those two characters make perfect sense as far as uh, it's also said that these that this is going to be part of a larger trilogy. It's actually Spider-Man 3 will be the middle of the trilogy, which starts with Wanda, WandaVision. 
then you have Spider-Man 3, and then it finishes with Doctor Strange 2 or Doctor Strange in the, in the Multiverse of Madness. So having the three of them or, or two of them or t- at least two of them appear in each section of this trilogy makes a lot of sense. Now, I'm not saying that um, Spider-Man will turn up in... Uh, <laughs> well, maybe, but I'm not, I'm not saying that he, uh, he'll turn up in WandaVision. I think Doctor Strange will, more on that later. But what I'm saying is that like, I think Doctor Strange and Wanda will both be at least in WandaVision. Then all three of them could end up being in Spider-Man 3 and then Doctor Strange 2. We already know that uh, Elizabeth Olsen is filming scenes for Doctor Strange 2. Now, I don't know whether Tom Holland's Spider-Man will be in Doctor Strange 2, but that's a strong possibility. That is a strong possibility. But no, you're hearing it here that Elizabeth Olsen's Scarlet Witch will be in Spider-Man 3. I can I can categorically say that that's happening which is I don't usually say that sort of thing normally I usually kind of say oh you know this is what I've been told but this time I'm 100% positive that this is happening and it is very exciting so let me know what you guys think about that in the comments below right moving on moving on to the next bit of news and that is that um, Damon Hellstrom uh, is rumored to be rebooted in the MCU as Mephisto's son. So Hellstrom uh, was the TV show that was on Hulu. It's just been cancelled. And the, the one of the characters in that, uh, Damon, is actually in the comics <clears throat> um, Mephisto's son. But we haven't actually seen that part of the character in that show, uh, at least not his father. One, one show where it looks like we're going to see Mephisto is WandaVision. So it looks like they're really developing that character and that that. Well, not only Mephisto, but Mephisto's son and that kind of arc of the of the Marvel comics, which is pretty exciting. That, by the way, comes from Mikey Sutton over at Geekosity. Uh, Dolph Lundgren has revealed that Aquaman 2 will start shooting this summer. So this is actually, well, I think, I'm, I'm hoping that he's that he's correct. Uh, he should know because he is in the movie. He was in the first film and he's going to be in the second film as well. And uh, he was talking to, who was he talking to? Um... I don't have that right now, but he 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 revealed in an interview. Here's what he said: um, I may be doing Aquaman two this summer, shooting in London, and that's coming off the um, coming out of the following year in theaters. They hope Aquaman was certainly a new experience. The only water I've ever sought <laughs> was in my bottle of Evian that I drank. Uh, there was no water on set; it was very very dry. So hanging, um, so you hang in the harness all day, five, six, seven, eight hours a day, and you move your legs in a certain way. You talk and you move around and your hair is added later in the computer. So it's very, very tedious, <laughs> but it's an experience, a different experience. And it was fun to work with all the great actors. There's Willem Dafoe and Patrick Wilson, of course, Jason Momoa. Yeah, he's not very uh, upbeat on it, but you know, he's right. It, it sounds kind of tedious, to be honest, to make that kind of movie, especially Aquaman, where it's all meant to be underwater. But let me know what you guys think about that. Are you excited for Aquaman 2? Let me know in the comments. Right, moving on. And Zack Snyder's actually... Re- um, revealed a release date for uh, Justice League on HBO Max, so his cut of Justice League. So it's coming on March 18th. Um, it's been revealed on on Twitter. It's all over Twitter, so that's good. Uh, it was actually pushed forward slightly, I think. People were a bit worried because they were, they were doing some stuff with, um, with Godzilla versus Kong, making people think that they might be pushing Justice League back, but no, they ended up pushing it forward. And then Zack Snyder took to Vero and gave us our first look that's Jared Leto's Joker. So I'm going to get this up on screen for you guys because um, I don't want to have to... Well, for, for, for those of you who are listening to the podcast, I'll say that his Joker looks an awful lot like Joaquin Phoenix's, at least from what you can see. So here you go. That, that, there's the, the screenshot. 
And uh, all, all that is is a very blurred out Joker in black and white, of course, because all these uh, <laughs> shots are always in black and white from Zack Snyder. And he's holding a, a Joker card. So, you know, a card in a, in a deck of cards. What what you can tell already is he's got, you know, he's got the white face. You can see he's got those kind of rubber gloves on, which he seemed to like having in some of the previous uh, shots that came out of Suicide Squad where he was kind of doing his hair with the green gloves on. But he's he's got long hair in this. And that is really, I think, one of the main reasons why I I am just getting a lot of kind of <laughs> Arthur Fleck vibes in this. But, you know, I might be wrong. But let me know what you guys think about that in the comments. And I will move on to the next story. As I said, I had to get through these very quickly today. And that's that Michelle, um, Michelle Pfeiffer reveals she'd love to return as Catwoman in the Flash movie. Uh, but they haven't asked her to do it yet. So... This is something that I think I, I think it will happen, to be honest. Uh, but then again, if I haven't asked her yet, I'm quite surprised, to be honest, because she would make so much sense. So what's the story here? Well, the story is basically that we already have Ben Affleck, Michael Keaton, um, Linda Carter as well, reportedly, all coming back to play their respective kind of DC Comics characters. One of those that hasn't come back yet is Michelle Pfeiffer. So she was um, talking to Screen Rant, and she said, "I would love, uh, I would, I would, if anyone asked me, but no one's asked me yet." Um, replying to, responding to the question of whether she's going to be in the Flash movie. Having her Catwoman in the film just makes so much sense, especially if Michael Keaton's going to be in it. I think it'd be great to see both of them together again. The kind of more Bert- Burton verse of the DCU, the Burton kind of yeah. How can you say that in a better way? The Burton section of the DC, that's not better. But you know what I mean. Uh, I think it'd be cool. I hope she does make, uh, get, get, I hope they do get her into the film. That film is being directed by Andy Muschietti and I'm actually really looking forward to it. But moving on and moving on to the Matrix 4's title has reportedly been been revealed. So uh, I th- this one does come from Daniel Rickman. Yeah. And he's saying that it's going to be called The Matrix Resurrections. Now, I'm not sure about this. I did say in the article I'm not sure about this because I actually think they're just going to call it Matrix because that's what they revealed in the HBO Max trailer, just a you know, well, preview of all the films that are coming out in 2021, just Matrix. That was the logo they gave. So I'm pretty sure they're just going to go with Matrix. Now, I understand that people might want it to be like an R <laughs> title because it was called The Matrix Reloaded was the second one in the trilogy, in the trilogy, and then The Matrix Revolutions was the third one. But again, Reloaded and Revolutions weren't very good. So maybe just kind of taking it, taking a step back and just having it being as stripped down as possible and calling it Matrix makes a lot more sense. So I'm saying that the title will be Matrix, but uh, Daniel Rickman's saying otherwise. Uh, next bit of news is that a Cloverfield sequel is in the works with J.J. Abrams producing. So this is going to be a direct sequel to Matt uh, Reeves' 2008 movie, which is weird because the Cloverfield franchise is weird at the moment. Um, we had, after Cloverfield, we had 10 Cloverfield Lane, which I actually think is a better movie than Cloverfield. I think that's a brilliant film, directed by Dan Trackenberg. And uh, then we had a god awful film in the Cloverfield Paradox which was terrible the thing was both of these films felt like they were movies that were being made or or were written and then they kind of had the Cloverfield kind of logo put on them and they weren't really Cloverfield films which is why I'd be quite excited to see a direct sequel actually but then again where can you go with Cloverfield because Cloverfield is as it you know at (laughs) <laughs> the movie the first one is pretty much kind of a you know done and you know that's it really 
type thing. At least I think so. But um, I, I wouldn't be against seeing another Cloverfield m movie. And again, it's going to be Bad Robot, you know. So they do... Although, have they really made that many good films? They made 10 Cloverfield Lane. Well, they, they didn't make it. Uh, what did they make it? They, they produced it. It was bought. It was originally going to be... It was Paramount Pictures. They were going to release it in cinemas. And then, they, they, yeah, they sold it to Netflix. So it was Bad Robot. It was terrible, that film. It was so bad. So hopefully this next one will be better than that. Fingers crossed. Uh, right, final bit of film news is that Jared Leto is making a Blumhouse um, thriller film, sorry, with uh, Darren Aronofsky. So Darren Aronofsky, he directed uh, Requiem for a Dream, which is uh, Jared Leto's best performance ever, even though he won an Oscar for his performance in uh, the Dallas Buyers Club. But I think he was just brilliant in that movie. And I think he's never really hit the same heights as that, for me, at least. Uh, but yeah, so he the, the two of them are teaming up, and Blumhouse is a great place to make these sorts of low budget thriller horror movies. So I think it's a good. I think it's a good little. I think it's a good thing. <laughs> right, moving on. So I already spoke about Michael B. Jordan returning in the MCU in a Killmonger series. So that was a fandom, uh, sorry, a Popcorn Planet exclusive. So I'll go on to. Uh, yeah, so WandaVision might reveal that Fantastic Four, uh, the Fantastic Four is working with Sword. So this comes from Geekosity. So Sword, of course, is the organization that is uh, in WandaVision, that is kind of, that they are the new shield, let's say. Uh, I Don't ask me to say what the acronym is for, I can't remember. But it looks like the Fantastic Four might be involved somehow or might be teased in, in the WandaVision show. And it might be just a name drop almost like you know we've got reed richards working on this or something something like that but it might it'll basically tee up the fantastic four working alongside sword which might mean that the upcoming fantastic four film we've got in the mcu won't be an origins film in the sense that the fantastic four is already established who knows? I'm not sure if they'll do that, to be honest, because that means that you're thinking, well, where the hell were you during the whole Avengers thing? You know, maybe they were doing something else on the side. We don't know. But I I mean, I would I would I don't know how I feel about that. I, I we've seen origin like Fantastic Four Origins film done so many times. And I like I really liked what they did with Spider-Man. Uh, in the sense they just brought him in straight away. So maybe the MCU might do that that way. That might make sense, actually. I kind of talked myself around. <laughs> right, next bit of news is that fans, uh, they made the mistake of thinking that um, an ad starring Samuel L. Jackson for Capital One was actually an ad for in the WandaVision uh, show. Where, uh, <laughs> I'm butchering this. But basically, there was an ad that... Um, Samuel Jackson did for Capital One for a card called Quicksilver. And um, <laughs> this was then taken by some people and they kind of made it kind of like almost look like it was in a, in the in WandaVision. So people actually thought that Nick Fury was going to turn up in WandaVision. They thought this was, a, this was a leaked kind of ad within WandaVision because if you've been watching the show, then you'll know that the show has a lot of ads in it that are kind of weird, a lot, a lot of... Tony Stark references and Hydra references and all those sorts of things and they thought that there'll just be one with Nick Fury basically talking about a credit card which would be a bit weird <laughs> and I was thinking when I saw it I was like this doesn't seem right also he doesn't have his eye patch on and it's very much just Samuel Jackson being Samuel Jackson but then again that is you know uh, kind of what Nick Fury is to a certain extent but it's 
it's revealed that it's fake. So, you know, people said, no, this is not real. This is an actual ad that he did for Capital One. Right, moving on. Uh, there might be a secret 10th episode of WandaVision. So this comes after a talent agency posted, uh, um, sorry, posted something on Facebook in which they revealed that their actor is going to be in a couple of WandaVision episodes. So I just want to get their, the exact post up so I don't get... Um, so I don't make any mistakes, but um, uh, where is it? Come on, this is dead air right now. I need to keep on talking. Sorry. Oh dear, I've just lost it. I lost. You see, normally I tee all of these up so I can go really quickly and make sure that this doesn't happen. <laughs> Here we go. Right. Um, so they they reveal so it's STW Talent Agency and they reveal that their actor Selena Andus is going to be in episodes 4 5 7 8 9 and 10 but up until now we were under the assumption that there are only going to be nine episodes of WandaVision uh, this is what Kevin Feige told us uh, but it seems as though this company might have accidentally revealed that there's a 10th episode uh, so they said Marvel fans alert, you don't want to miss Celine Andrews as a recurring role, Agent Rodriguez in the all new WandaVision available today on Disney Plus. That's what that's the 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 caption. And within the picture uh, within the post they had a bunch of pictures of Selena and WandaVision and then they revealed uh, one of them said they revealed the episodes that she's going to be in. So I'm pretty sure this is I think this is legit. So I think there's going to be a 10th episode. What do you think about that? Are you excited to see a 10th episode? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. Right, uh, moving on. And uh, moving on to the promo, the WandaVision promo. And that actually, I think, revealed Doctor Strange. Or at least that... So I went through this frame by frame, this, uh, this promo. And in the promo, there is a character that appears. And the there's a lot of energy coming off this character... And I was like, this is unlike anyone in the show at the moment. So I'm going to show you, what I'll do is I'll show you the picture. And for all of those uh, who are listening, I do apologize. I will try and explain it. So it's just a lot of yellow light. But what you can see is, is a head. And you can kind of make out um, what, what looks to me, at least, to be a cape, which Doctor Strange wears. And the light emitting is like you've got the hands uh, there. And it looks like they're doing the person is doing some sort of spell. So the immediate thought for me is that this is Doctor Strange. So this is literally one frame in the in the promo. And uh, it, so I, I posted this, and I think I'm pretty sure it is Doctor Strange. But some other people said it could be Mephisto, it could be Vision. But then again, Vision doesn't do that sort of thing really. I mean, I know the Mind Stone was yellow. So maybe it could be Vision. Other people said it could be Agatha Harkness, who people believe to be Agnes in the show, um, played by Catherine Zahn. So there are some possibilities, but I'm putting my neck out and I'm saying this is this is a, a tease uh, of Doctor Strange. And I'm pretty sure he's going to be in the show because it just makes so much sense for him to be in the show. But let me know what you guys think in, this, in the comments below. Right, I'm going to get through the last bits of news very quickly because I've already run over. Uh, so, uh, She-Hulk is reportedly already being renewed for season two by Marvel. Um, this comes from Daniel Rickman. Um, 
Uh, this next story comes from Geekosity. Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is rumored to be coming to Disney Plus with new episodes. So this means that, that Mikey Sutton actually said that the last two seasons of, uh, of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. will be dropped onto Disney Plus along with some new episodes. So not a new season, but some new episodes. I think this might be, uh, you know, just so that they could wrap up the show quite nicely. Because, of course, the show was cancelled after season seven, I believe. Seven, yeah. I think I got that right. Um, right, moving on to uh, Lucasfilm has found uh, a new. Sorry, Lucasfilm has found a new director for the upcoming Willow series. So, uh, like this was kind of news that kind of. I'm going to be honest; it did pass me by. I did not know that um, John H. Chu had left the show. So he he was going to direct the uh, the um, the pilot, <coughs> but he's left. Sorry, John M. Chu. Um, and now they've replaced him with uh, Jonathan Entwistle. Sorry. <coughs> and uh, so he's the director of The End of the Effing World, which is really good, and I'm not okay with this, but they're both on Netflix, both of those shows. And he's also going to be helming the um, kind of Power Rangers like cinematic universe. Uh, so he's found time to also direct some episodes of Willow. So it hasn't been revealed how many episodes he's going to be directing, whether he's just going to be doing um, the, the pilot, which could be possible. Uh, but Lucasfilm seems to be quite happy with this director. I think, to be honest... I think it's a good choice. I think he seems to be a nothing-coming director and people seem to like him a lot. But let me know what you what you think about that in the comments below. So, John Favreau has actually teased that uh, The Mandalorian, uh, the show, could lead into the sequel trilogy. So, that, of course, that's the episodes that just came out. Uh, this, I think, would make sense. But I also think it might get people rather annoyed. Uh, why do you say that? Because people don't seem to like the, tr the, the sequel trilogy and they, they just want kind of Disney to forget about it and Lucasfilm to forget about it. Here's what he said anyway. The story unfolded as I wrote it. The Mandalorian inherits a great deal from the existing Star Wars stories. And when I write... That context is always a consideration. It became clear that within the established continuity, certain things were likely to transpire. So basically saying that it's going to, you know, it's going to happen. It's going to lead into the sequel trilogy in some form, uh, which I'm fine with, but I know a lot of people might not be. Right. Neil Gaiman has revealed why Tom Ellis wasn't cast as Lucifer in The Sandman. So, of course, it was revealed that Gwendolyn Christie is going to be playing Lucifer in the show, which I think is brilliant. But, of course, people got annoyed and said, oh, no, why haven't you cast Tom Ellis? Tom Ellis is playing Lucifer in the show Lucifer, and he still is Lucifer. And so this is on Tumblr, which uh, I didn't know, but Neil Gaiman is very active on Tumblr, which is quite funny. Uh, one of the only people that I know who still uses Tumblr. But basically, here's what... Here's what he said. So someone asked him why they didn't cast Tom Ellis uh, in the Netflix The Sandman show, and Neil Gaiman said, the theology and cosmology... Uh, cosmo Cosmod, oh bloody hell, Neil Gaiman! Seriously, cosmogy, cosmod, co I can't say that word. Cosmod, cosmon, cosmon, cosmology. It's too late for me. I think I say okay. Of Lucifer is doing is a long way from Sandman's. It's inspired by Sandman, but you can't easily retrofit the Lucifer version to get back to Sandman, if you see what I mean. It seems easier and more fun to have the Sandman version of Lucifer be, well, much closer to the Sandman version of Lucifer. I mean, he's basically saying Tom Ellis's version of Lucifer is no is not close to the comic book version at all. And he's right, it's not. It's very, very different. It's his own thing. And um I think people need to kind of understand that, that, that this show is very much a, 
uh, it's an adaptation of the comics. And the comics, what's in the comics is nothing like what we got in like the CW shows or Lucifer. Because they're basically shows that's made for a completely different audience to ones that would read the comics. I don't know that many people that have read the Sandman comics and have watched Lucifer. I think I'm probably the only, well, the only person that I know that did both. Um, Because I just like the show. I think the show's fun. The show's a procedural kind of crime drama. It is what it is. Um, I like those things. I just happen to like those sorts of shows. But if you're a fan of the Sandman comics, then you're going to go into that and go, what on earth is going on? This is nothing like the Lucifer we had in, in the comic books because the Lucifer you have in the comic books is mean, is proper mean. Is is He's sinister. He's devious. He's um, he's not nice. He's not a nice guy. Whereas kind of Tom Ellis's version of the character is kind of like someone that people like. Um, the Lucifer you get in the comics is not that. It's not that at all. Anyway, let me know what you think in the comments below. Right, fans uh, think that Sherlock Holmes will appear in Lupin season two or part two, or part two. Sorry, um, I think that could happen. I think that could happen because um, Maurice Leblanc he did write uh, quite a few uh, stories, and I think one of them involved Sherlock Holmes. So there could be a sort of British character that comes into it that is like a take on Sherlock Holmes, like a, a detective or something that that ends up coming into into the show maybe not in season two maybe in like part three or four further down the line i don't think they do that in part two i think they might do that further down the line which would be fun i think it'd be pretty fun let me know what you think about that in the comments below uh, netflix has announced the sonic prime animated series they actually announced that earlier in the year well yeah it was this i think it was in january they announced it and then they took down the tweet and then they re-announced it. it's called sonic prime that's an animated show that's brilliant and then final bit of news is that a monarch series is reportedly in development over hbo max that comes to us from fandom wire that's their exclusive and of course monarch would be tied to the godzilla franchise and the kong franchise so they'll be making a tv show of that it seems as though this is the way like warner brothers and h like people movie movie studios like that are want they want to go as opposed to kind of making a cinematic universe they'll, they'll make a couple of movies and then just do some uh, what do they call them they call them premium tv shows Pre- i think that's what they call them uh so there there you have it that was a lot to get through and i'm sorry it was slightly rushed and i botched a bit uh i botched the neil gaiman quote at the end which is to be expected because neil gaiman is brilliant and i'm nowhere near as brilliant as he is but um if you could like and subscribe that'd be wonderful if you could follow us on wherever you get your uh, well if you could follow us on social media it's been a long day i'm sorry if you can follow us on social media that's a small screen code that'd be wonderful you can follow us everywhere on facebook twitter and instagram yeah you can also go and like and subscribe over on youtube that'd be wonderful and if you're watching on facebook then you can do all those same thing all the same things on facebook that you usually do like share follow and do whatever you're doing on twitch and uh, if you'd rather listen to this as a podcast you can this next podcast might be difficult though to edit so uh, bear with me on that one and um and i'll see you guys tomorrow thank you very much for watching and have a lovely 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 evening cheers and goodbye.